are there rules? I don't know. There are no rules. I think Greg just took his pants off. Yeah, it's the, it's the internet. It's the Wild West. It's like herding cats. Speaking of, that's gotta be like I'm the worst. Car- that's gotta be the worst commercial of all time. Like, wh- like, oh, yeah. it's the direct. O- it achieved the direct opposite of what they wanted because everybody just changes the channel. Yeah, it's just a click. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they can't possibly yeah, show me some dying kids though, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, dying animals, and I'll, I'll be like, oh my god, here's all my fucking money. And then they're like, look at these children starving <laughs> in the street. And I'm like, click. wow, that's crazy. As I, <laughs> as I eat like a thirty. So desensitized steak. to it. Like, where's my Hogan? Yeah. There was a, uh, there was a Sam I'm Kinison. not even hungry anymore. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know who Sam Kinison was? He was like yes. A, oh! Oh! Yeah, yeah, he was a comedian I used, used to love and him, and then I listened to about, him again, and I was just depressed. About all these starving kids. And he was like, why don't you just move to where the food is? <laughs> we have food! It's over here! Just come over here! Stop living over there! Let's live in the desert where there's no fucking food or water! Ah! You know what? Not today, baby. Oh Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know stay, stay where you are. Stay where you the fuck you funny. are. You need, to, you need to just look it up. You know what? I'm not doing it justice. There's a lot of anger this morning. I like the bit where he gets on the piano and he's playing this lovely little like ballad tune. He's like, so I wrote this song about my ex-wife and, you know, we got together and, you know, I was doing well at the time. So we went through all my cash in about a year and, and then she said, you know, Sam... It's been good, but I hate to think that we're wasting the best years of our life because the passion's gone. He's playing this little song and he goes, So I wrote this tune for, and he goes something like this You fucking whore! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a classic episode of Married with Children where he played the uh, Ghost of Christmas Past. And uh, he yes. takes Al through his life and shit. It's fucking fantastic. It's a great really show. Really what a great show. It really is. Oh, you'll never see anything like it. The rival of the show is how on topic we are all Married with Children all in the family. episode of... Mm-hmm. Did you say Married with Children or All in the Family? Married with Children. Oh, I was, no, I was, that was Married with Children. I thought you were going to say another uh, show. Wow. No, rival only by the Married with Children episode of Futurama. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, one. So I've never seen that one. Yeah. How have you never? It's a cl- oh my. I goodness. don't know. I've Does Ed O'Neill do a voice for it? No. So basically, Leela goes on like the internet. They go on the internet, and Leela bumps into this guy who's a cyclops, and he's like, "Leela, it's only you and me. We're the only two left on our planet." So she flies out there, and so Bender and Fry fly out there too, and then you, they land on this planet that's like full of jewels and everything. And Fry's, like, really suspicious, and Bender's just going around stealing everything off the planet. <laughs> and, like, uh, so the Cyclops tells her, tells Leela the story of how, like, their race came to be and, like, how the planet exploded and everything like that. And as he's telling it, she's, it's, like, at night in this room, and he's like, you look cold. You sh-, he's like, you look hot. You should take that jacket off. And, like, all the while, he's just, like, conning her into sleeping with him. And so eventually she sleeps with him. And the next morning, she's, like, she comes downstairs, and he's like, she says something like calls his name it's like Alcazar is his name and he's like ah just call me Al so she's like Al and she comes down the stairs and like she has her hair done up like Peg and she's dressed like Peg and like they're going they're shooting barbs at each other like Peg and Al like the whole episode is basically just one giant married children episode and at the end you find out he's like a he's like a shape-shifting alien that can like clone him that can like change his appearance to be other things so the only thing that would be better is if they paid Ed O'Neill to do the voice yeah it would have been really good but, yeah, I randomly do you remember that show that John Ritter was on with her, the one that, that where he, he oh, uh, away my teenage daughter. Yes, yeah, yes. 
Uh, I've never watched an episode of it. And I was flipping channels one day. Was it David Spade on that show? What's no, that? that's Rules of Engagement. Oh fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm flipping channels and I stumble upon. Uh, uh, across, I see Peg and Al, but it's clearly not married with children, and they're sitting like on a clock tower together, like they get locked up there. And uh, they did a whole episode of like where he was kind of like the old flame before she married John Ritter, oh. and he shows up after the fact because the show ran for like a year after he passed. Yeah, and uh, it was actually really, really, really good. I mean, they oh, kinda... I think Jen's right. I think they got uh, what's his nuts to go Spain? on the show to try and replace him. Oh really? Yeah, it was like it was like, oh, your crazy uncle's oh, moving in or oh, some shit like that. I didn't that. know that. Yeah, it, I know he was on a show <laughs> that had John Ritter. Something. You're triggered once you said it went on after he died. That kind of like reminded me. Huh? So they were just kind of that was kind of like a feeler thing. See how people react to this, and yeah. maybe we'll. I've I've always been wondering huh. if he was ever going to sh- if yeah. she was ever going to show up and marry in uh, well, modern, modern family. family. But yeah, she that would be awesome. Oh, eight simple rules, not ten. Eight rules. simple rules. Thank you. That was it. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, David Spade. There you there go. Is. Final well season. Looking like a disaster. Thanks, internet. Well, I mean, he's he has not aged well. No, no, he finally he finally changed his hair though, and I noticed because I'm a psycho David Spade fan, uh, and I I just felt really good for him because I felt that he had finally finally clued into the fact that the hair looked fucking terrible. One of wait, what did he cut it? He he just started putting it back, and it was a small change, but yeah. it made all the difference. One of comedy is truly, truly great yeah. straight men. Yep. Too One bad. <laughs> he was he was one of the best straight guys. He was awesome. Oh, not um, like I'm, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like sexually straight. Like what's that guy? <laughs> no, one yeah, of the no. greatest heterosexuals. I would say he's ever produced. Uh, yeah. I guess he's more of the sarcastic guy than the straight man. But I guess he well, had, he was he was, no, the, he was he was the straight man whenever he had to do something with Chris Farley. But yeah, like, he was like he's, he was Farley's de facto straight guy. Yeah, he's had yeah. to morph into like the fucking smarmy, yeah, sarcastic piece of shit. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Brian. You never got away from just shooting. No, yeah, all the blanks have been filled up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Awfully Salty. <laughs> wow, best intro of Where all the time. topics are made up and nothing matters. Nothing matters. What a, what a great intro. <laughs> this is what happens when we sign on with nothing to talk about. Yeah. No one's. We haven't collectively seen any movies. Uh, we just talk about David Spade. I've seen it. I'm going to see Spider Man later. Wait, we're not there yet. Uh, I have topics. Uh, collectively. Wonder Woman. Good so movie. awesome. Saw the it, next Wonder twice. Woman. Not as good as Baby oh, Driver. Wow. Still topic. not as good as Baby Driver, but it's going to take place in the Cold War. Is that's that 100 uh, accurate? What? I mean, I'm all about more purity pieces, but I feel like Patty Jenkins said she was going to she was going to bring her up to speed. That's what I had thought as well when Bobby and I had a short discussion the, about the, this. The last quote that I remember reading was somebody asked her if she would do World War II or modern day. And it was like a very specific question. You can't do World War Two. It's like immediately after. Yeah. I know. World. It was the same yeah. exact goddamn thing. It would be the yeah. same. I movie. mean, what is she going to yeah. do? Save the Jews? So- <laughs> Boy, what did that be? <laughs> what did that? Bishop was winning like all these battles, but the Jews she didn't bother saving. Yeah, she did. I mean, history still <laughs> happened. Like the Jews all died. So either at the end of the movie, Wonder Woman defeated Hitler, but but didn't well, save the DC, Jews. Or in, in their comic lore. Uh, they wrote it so that Hitler owned they the Spear it. of Destiny, which kept all metahumans out of World War II. Yeah. So they actually had an in-continuity yeah. reason for, like, Superman not just, like, flying off to Berlin, you know, punching him in the face. And you know what? Right. You know who he wasn't? They did a fantastic story that wrapped up that plot point. Yeah, it was called... It was amazing. <laughs> it was called Rush. 
was called what? Like, what was it called? Oh, dude. <laughs> what did you say? What? <laughs> said Hiroshima. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Gotham>. that. <laughs> no, in this, uh, in this book, uh, it was called The Golden Age. Uh, what happens is uh, Hitler puts his mind into the body of this, basically a Superman, right? Uh. And the Uber Just Mensch. Society and all the heroes from the 40s uh, have this knockdown, drag out fight with him, like on the lawn of the White House. Mega Hitler. And he's like <laughs> wiping them out. And uh, this is a very violent book for when it came out, like in the early 80s. And he was literally tearing through them. And the fight ends with uh, Green Lantern Alan Scott, who's like literally dying himself, taking Starman's weapon and impaling Hitler with it at the last second uh, to kind of save the day. Got him. But a really, really brutal, good story, and it was kind of how they. It was kind of a, a uh, post way to look at. Hey, let's usher in a story that you know brings us from the golden to the silver age. You know who wasn't afraid and, to take uh, on Hitler? Scared. Captain America. What's that? Captain America. He punched out Hitler over two hundred times, right in the yeah. face, knocked him out, socked him on the jaw. There you go. Word. Take but that. Anyway, uh, the the quote. <laughs> back to the interview with Paige Jenkins. Right. Uh, was oh, she yeah. said, I, I'm not going to do World War II. I'm not going to do President Day. I'm going to do something right in between what you're talking about, but I can't say just yet. Oh. And literally mm. anything between World War II and modern day. Meaning. World War Wonder Woman in Vietnam would be amazing. That's what I said. I want to see her in Vietnam. Basically oh, anything oh, set boy. in Vietnam, I'm already <laughs> All in. <laughs> if you did a war movie in Vietnam, I'm in. <laughs> if, only, if only someone would make that. Uh. Yeah. We're really overdue for a Vietnam movie. Well... <laughs> King Kong was great, if, or Kong Skull Island was great, if you didn't see it. It was. So was Firebase Alpha. Except the oh, end. yeah, that's a good 20-minute flick, yeah. except for the last 30 seconds. It's a 26-minute film that's good for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. I, I'm a little, I'm afraid that they're going to keep dipping into the well of the period piece for her, um, just because, one, they know that, like, in the future, like, her, she's, like, sucked into the Snyder world. And, yeah, where everything uh, is terrible. Yeah. And less yeah. exciting. I would like to see Wonder Woman. Sh- That's why I'm like, mixed on this. Straight up, put her in the '80s, like woman in the workforce, power suit, <laughs> with the big, big hair. Yes. And, and she has the big hair. Like right, the big right Diana. version of Working Girl. That's Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh my god! I would love it. I'd, I'd be in all. Yeah, because I, I'm I'm mixed on it because on one end I want to see her yes. in contemporary. Day. And Brigitte Nielsen needs to be in the movie. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, I want to see her in present day. But at the same time, keeping does, her in a yep. period piece keeps her away from the rest of the shit. You know? But I, agree. I don't want to go to that well again. Yeah. You know? Well, and have that be the thing with her, you know? Little little but, discussed fact, uh, fact, rumor that came with this other rumor is that uh, Steve Trevor is going to no, show up and said flick. Yeah, I, I, I predicted all this. I predicted all this. You predicted that it would come back in Justice League, but that doesn't explain him coming back in the yeah. 80s. In the 80s, probably not, unless it's, like, his kid. <laughs> He's her begrudging boss who doesn't believe that women should be involved in the workplace. That'd be great. All she has to do is knock down the Berlin Wall. Oh, uh, that'd be great. I'd, love, I'd watch the shit out of that. That would actually be really cool. Yeah. Treat she it like a sniper's like, nest, like the sniper's nest got Recreate all great historical mm. moments, and it's just Wonder Woman doing them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, as if she was there the whole time. She, yeah. Except Ronald no one knows who she is. Flies over the the okay, okay, it does the fuck together. And then she flies away. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like powder. <laughs> 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 Only this time it's, it's all, all women. <laughs> Other women. 
It's Betty. It's like Betsy Ross yeah. and and it's the birds of it's prey. All, it's all the different <laughs> incarnations of Wonder Woman. Love it. <laughs> yeah. And here's me with a twenties hairdo. Woo. And here's me in the fifties. And here's me in another one. cute outfit. <laughs> um, the one thing that's, yeah, that's we do, we do starting to get job. annoying, Pause. and I've seen, I just Warners. saw another TV spot for the day. Um, they're going to that like slide roundhouse kick she does. Like that's like her move. She does it. She's done it in every movie so far. She's done it in in all three movies and in the trailer like Scar- for um, and it's Justice like the Black Widow. Uh, yeah, which everybody thing. does now. That's like the thing. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm oh, yeah. that going away. Like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is not like the only martial art un- female coming. I understood out. it yeah. for you know pure physics. <laughs> I always get mad when. Um, when choreographers don't know how to solve the problem of a five foot five actress taking down just a six pull a gun. dude, yeah, or give yeah, her give her a single. Style. Here's the wrong way to do it. The way Colleen Wing did it. That's the wrong punch him. Like yeah, that, that that scene where she's like hanging on that dude's arm. I'm like, this guy could just like hold her with that one arm and just keep smacking All he has to do her. Is drop her. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that okay. Iron Fist did right. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. You no, want to talk about it again? We should talk about it again. <laughs> no, we don't have to talk about it. We, I've, lived, I've lived in too much of a tortured life. We've that. had like five oh. episodes about how much Iron Fist was terrible. Alright. <laughs> Fuck that show. <clears throat> but, on, but on the women fighting note, that's why I'm excited for this, uh, uh, what is the Charlize Theron movie? Atomic Blonde. Because it, like, it looks like they've uh, kind Jane of choreographed Wick, the problem away of how is a woman going to take down dudes twice her size? It took me three times watching that trailer to find out it takes place in the 80s. It does? Yeah. It takes place in the 80s. <laughs> I did not pick up on that. Yeah. What? Yes. It, it, it's all about the no. Berlin Wall. So it's a Cold like, War oh, female spy thriller? It's all, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a period. Ooh, she makes that with it took Sophia me three Pekana? times to see that. We should all go together. Run away. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Great marketing atomic bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's four movies coming out this month that I want to see, and I'm coming to terms with the fact I'm only going to be able to see wow, like what else two is coming out this, this month. This list. Them. Well, there's well this month had Baby Driver, yeah. Atomic Blonde, yeah. Spider Man, and Valerian. And I want to see all four of them. Oh, Valerian's oh. getting very like hit or miss reviews, but everyone's like, if you like the fifth element, yeah. you'll like it. But so did Fifth Element. Yes. That's one of the so, best movies ever. Well, made. I mean, this was like the that's the thing. Like a lot of people were saying, like, oh, Valerian's yeah. the book that like can never be filmed because like it. Valerian is is the book that basically like Star Wars stole from, and like basically inspired like every sci fi trope ever. So yeah. everyone's like, oh. When was the book written? Nineteen forty-three, oh. right before the war. Right before the space wars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> Valerian was written. Uh, I don't. Nineteen seventy. Oh, so close. Oh, jeez. But yeah, okay. so that's and like George Lucas, who, aka the greatest fucking liar in the history of movie business, <laughs> the <laughs> luckiest <laughs> bastard in the well, history like, of we'll cinema. We'll never say that, but like, there's been a Greg lot. Greg sent us a giant blog. essay a few weeks ago about everything that George yeah, Lucas did. Crazy wrong. stuff. <laughs> the guy, the guys, look. I mean, he gave the he gave the people Star Wars, but like the world's biggest bullshitter who basically failed. He accident that's the thing. He accidentally gave the people Star Wars. Yeah. He He gave people Star Wars because he didn't have the money to make the film he wanted to make, which probably would have been terrible. He didn't basically do anything in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He basically like mm-hmm. didn't cast it like for, uh, Francis Ford Coppola cast it for him. 
Like, mm. it, the whole thing is just, like, a total fucking crapshoot. Who, and what's, who was it that you said he had to get talked into? Carrie Fisher? Carrie, he had to be talked into Carrie Fisher. And what's weird is that, and I forget who told me this. He's horrible. He's notoriously horrible with his actors. He, he has said for a very long time that he wishes he could just make everyone CGI or something to that effect. Like, where he doesn't have to do it. It's and, actually, I, and I think that's reflected it's in very funny the performances he gets out of them. Because when Indiana Jones was being written... George Lucas yeah. didn't want Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones, and Steven Spielberg wanted Harrison Ford. And the reason yeah. was because Harrison Ford never signed a multi-picture deal with George Lucas for Star Wars. At the end of every yeah. Star Wars, George had to go to him and convince him to do the next Star Wars because he didn't want to do it. And yeah. so Steven Spielberg sat down with Harrison Ford, and after one meeting with Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford signed on to a multi-picture deal for Indiana Jones. And like everyone, yeah. the everyone says it's because he likes Spielberg over Lucas, and Spielberg is the one that got him on board. How, how does someone with such terrible instincts stay alive for so long? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like alive as a person? Like, alive, just in, yeah. in the world. How do you survive as a person when every instinct you have is the wrong instinct? He's just a guy who's kind of like failed into th- like. I, don't get me wrong. The man is incredibly successful, and but like the um, man did come up with yes. uh, the whole. When he was negotiating with Fox, he said, no, no, you can have all of this of the box office and all that. I just want 100% of the merchandising rights. And that changed the industry. Yep. Changed it. Absolutely. Again, there's there's nothing wrong. As much as anything that we've seen in our generations, well, maybe in your generation, like Harry Potter, probably the biggest franchise I could think of. Being a little bit older than any of you, uh, I can't overest... I can't over... uh, Exactly. Thank you. Can't overstate the impact that Star Wars had on culture when I was a little kid. Oh, absolutely. In the, in the seventies and early eighties, it was every fucking where. Like, I mean, you see it now whenever the movies is coming out. You know, you have toasters yeah. and this, and every fucking island target and all that. Toasters. Oh. <laughs> oh fuck! He's got one right there. <laughs> I, I know. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a toaster? Wait, right I'm, fucking here. Time out. Is that a dark man toaster so sitting much above stuff your computer? That's always relevant to what he's saying. That I'm uh-huh. convinced he plans them. He's like, "What shall I break out today? All right, I'm putting it on the shelf. No, and I'm going to wait until I can the bring case. up the toaster so I can show it to them for a minute. No, that's on my desk. He said that's toaster, on my desk. and like I threw it away. And then in the minute, I was like, "No, he's going to pull out a toaster." I am astounded. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm sitting here right now trying to think back. of something random I can say that I can pull into screen. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I don't, I don't, I don't have, have anything, anything like here. that. I have, yeah. I have Star oh, Wars I, 8D finishing nails. Well, perhaps <laughs> if you need to wake up, you could have uh, one of our sponsors, Dark Side Coffee. Uh, <laughs> Always rich there. And dark. Do you even drink that coffee or is it there just for display? Star Wars display. inch and a quarter drywall screws. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars uh, neutral set colorless face powder to set your nice. makeup. Star nice, Wars nice, baby nice. birth certificates. <laughs> you have that handy? Yeah. What? Got That's it. a little bit. I think having the birth certificate handy is a little weirder than having a toaster. Handy. He tapes it to the back of the baby's head. Very I'm, I'm okay. in my office, Brian. This is where I keep paperwork, not fucking Star Wars memorabilia. Brian, very famous. Spaceballs the alcohol. Spaceballs the coloring book. Spaceballs the flamethrower. Spaceballs the Duracell battery. So, where were we going with this? What the so, fuck? Yeah, so no Lucas idea did how that, we even got here. I'll, because Lucas, I was saying that Lucas did that one thing right and changed the industry. No, you're right. I mean, yes. he did more right than that. Yes, but, you are very yeah. right. I mean, for a lot of things, he's, again, not to discredit him, he created a media empire that the likes mm-hmm. of which will never be recreated or imitated or even homage to. And But, yes, 
anytime you hear him talk, the story of how Star Wars came to be is different. The story I'm of how he did this. I'm not convinced that that's. I'm not convinced that that's a hundred percent as a result of business savvy. Uh, pulled a lot of influence from uh, Seven Samurai. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he just like he just bullshit really, stuff. Like I he's. The, uh, I remember watching him. He. Uh, I remember watching him on the maybe the actor studio. I forget where he gave an interview. Oh God! But he said that yeah. Indiana Jones was a ten-year passion project of his. I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not true. That's not what it was. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, like he just says yeah. stuff, and he's just like. He has the best. He has the best hindsight. Yes. <laughs> of every of anyone in the industry, so he knows when to be like, "Yeah, I did that the whole time. That was yeah. entirely the plan." Yeah. Not a, a, here. I think this is one of the fairest assessments I can say of him. Um, he builds a fantastic world, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's a very 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 overrated director. No, his um, name was on the Fantastic World, though he didn't build it. Um, he created a lot of the, he did a lot the of, world, yeah, no, the did. environment, the Jedi lore. He wrote a lot. Of, I'm not saying, okay, yeah, he was influenced by, like, okay, I was influenced by Samurai stuff, and Valerian, and stuff like this, he was his own thing, yeah. the planet mm-hmm. names, oh, yes, yes, yes. character designs, so, I mean, he didn't do nothing. Yes, he had, you know, once they started production, there were teams of people who were assisting with this to add on yeah, to yes, and yes, increase yes, the building of that, uh, but he created an immense And he, he'll be the first to tell you, he's a terrible me. writer. He can't write. Yes. And, yeah, he cannot. Um, his dialogue is Brian shit. De Palma came into the first Star Wars script and basically rewrote it. He rewrote all the dialogue. So, yeah. a, a lot of that had to Star do Wars, with... Star Wars 1977 Star Wars? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Brian De Palma, Francis Ford Coppola, um, okay. and there was another one. Basically, like, all of the biggest people in the industry were... They all went to the same... They all went to USC film school together. So, like, they all kind of yeah. helped George along the way. As, and he... But he had done, like... He had done American Graffiti before this. He had done... You know, he had done yeah. a Which bunch of stuff. Which was very critically acclaimed. So, he had done THX. So, I mean, it's not like he... Couldn't do a movie, but like not a good movie though. Have you seen THX one one three? Not in a very long time. I've never it's, seen it's, it. It's kind of. It's he's. Really I think he said it's kind of like his like, glorified student film, is what it basically. That's was. a really good way to put it. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. I'm not saying he's underqualified, but he. Yeah. There's a lot of things he did wrong that a lot of people who are frankly better filmmakers than him were like, no, don't do that. Do this. I think Star Wars is much better out of his hands. Yes, I, I think I it's agree. much better out of his hands. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, at this point, mm-hmm. he's also uh, his stubbornness to a fault. Uh, Jar Jar Binks sucking has been beaten into the ground a million times over, and doesn't need to be retread. Jar Jar Binks sucks. What mm-hmm. I think, yeah, um, his stubbornness about it is is mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he is so butthurt that people can't stand this character. He, yeah. he whenever he's asked who his favorite character is, he always says Jar Jar Binks. Ugh. And that's how you can tell that he actually did come up with that. Yeah. Because anything else that people gripe about, he's like, well, it was a decision. Da, da, da. Yeah. Somebody else, so somebody else made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's so steadfast about Jar Jar Banks. It's like, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. All really of the best that movies that was... he didn't direct. I mean, other, other, than, other than New Hope, uh, all of the best Star Wars films he hasn't directed. Yeah. You know? He also didn't Martin really Kirshner write them. I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence Kasdan wrote Empire. Yeah. Um, Kirshner directed it. Yeah. And then there's the whole, you know, gray area of his ex-wife and, like, uh-huh. how he basically... And she was a very influenced... She saved influence. Star Wars and, like, when they got divorced, he, like, cut her out of everything. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Not, well, not that's why the episodes one, two, and three took forever to make because she had the rights to them. So. He had to fight for years to get the rights back so that he could eventually make the prequel. Wait, what did she have the rights to, exactly? She shared, she shared rights to, with him yeah. because she was so the So yeah. the actual prequel story... She had rights to it. 
Like, specifically the prequel, or are you talking about the Star Wars story le- in general? There might have been other stuff that she had rights to as well, but I know specifically he was not allowed to touch those stories because of what she had gotten in the divorce. Like, when they divorced, she had taken aspects of it. It was a very bitter divorce. She had taken rights to certain things. So he had to, like, fight to get that back from her. You know, so it was a combination of, hey, we need to put together the technology to film this movie that probably isn't possible yet and get the rights back to fucking do it. So it took forever to do these prequels. They would have been made much earlier. But, yeah, that's my George Lucas rant. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I got more bad news. Uh, my vo- my sound recorder says uh, battery low, and I tried plugging it back into the computer, but it's not working. Oh no! We better, we better make this show fast. Yeah, man. Matt Reeves has a new script for Batman. <laughs> On that note, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I kind of like it. I, I like him as a director. He's done some pretty good movies. I like that. What else he, has he done? Uh, all the Planet of the Apes movies. Ah. Uh, so basically, he oh, walked wow. in, grabbed Ben Affleck's script. Tossed it aside and was like, "Look at me, yeah. I'm the captain." Me. Now. Look at me. I like what he's saying. He's hitting all the right buzzwords for me. And I, look, if I have to pick one thing out of Batman vs Superman, and it's not the fact that Batman mur- brutally murders at least four people, <laughs> um, I like that fight scene though because like he uses his gadgets, uh, he kicks the shit yeah. out of people. I mean, granted, he kicks a body into a grenade. And then locks a door and blows those people up. <laughs> or shoots wow. a man with a flamethrower. I mean, yeah. it's, it's way off the scale in terms of what he should And his be. red hot bat branding? Yeah. <laughs> but if what they the just, fuck is that shit? If they adapt, you know, and Matt Reeves has said that it's not going to be like a. I think he said he's going to write a whole new Batman story for this. I'm okay with it. Um, I don't still don't like Bat Affleck yeah. as Batman. But, uh, you know what? Whatever. It is what it you is. know, I don't. I don't like him, but I don't hate him. He's How just kind of, for him? me right now, he's another guy in a bat suit. If that kind of makes any sense to you. No, I like I, at first I was very anti-Aflac because of Daredevil and a lot of other horrible performances he's had. Geely. Um, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> like you said, the action sequences and some other things give me a, a visual of a Batman that I have yet to see that I've wanted to see before. Mm-hmm. So I think under the right hands, a la Matt Reeves, we may get, you know, a decent Batman film. Anybody I'm at least willing to give Batman. it a shot. I don't know. But could, could anybody, though? Anybody can play Batman. Val Kilmer it's tried. It's such an easy role. It wasn't very good. It's such an George easy George Clooney role. tried. George Clooney <laughs> tried. He wasn't very It wasn't well. George Clooney's fault because the script was terrible. <laughs> George Clooney could play a decent Batman if everything else in that movie had been short. worth a shit. He's too short. He pulled out a Bat credit card. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure that wasn't his idea. <laughs> I, I don't know, Jen. Method is method. Method is method. Uh, method is anybody method can does. play Batman. Plus, if he did that thing it. where he's flying in the jet and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was God. Val Kilmer. Everything that about was, that piece. Of uh, shit. Was that Val? I think that was George. I think I it was know. Val because yeah, like, he turns he turns his shoulders and like because he can't turn his yeah, head. He can't turn his head. Yeah. That suit. Not good. Yeah. They're all bad. My my theory is anybody can play Batman, but not everyone can make a good Batman movie. That's the issue. Batman's an easy character to play. You have a mask that comes down to your nose, so it covers your entire face anyway. And the the entire depth of Batman's range of motion goes to very depressed to really angry. You forgot. That's you forgot Broody. Broody. Okay. Well, Bruce Wayne is a very get, big departure from that. And the public, the public persona of Bruce Wayne is a very Bruce different. Uh, no one ever takes advantage of that, though. Bruce Wayne is supposed to be this, you know, careless. 
kind of playboy like Tony Stark without without a care you in the world. Get, yeah, you see it briefly in, in Nolan's Batman. Uh, in the first yeah, but no film. one ever really, no one really ever upplays the fact that that's supposed to be the yeah. that's his mask. opposite direction. of Batman. Bruce Wayne is his mask. Yeah. Instead, yeah, yeah. But instead, did Bruce you ever Wayne see that, like, uh, that episode of I'm Batman a Beyond? Guy with deep thoughts. Uh, Which one? So there's an episode of Batman Beyond where Bruce Wayne is uh, he starts hearing a voice in his head, and uh, it turns out to be a villain. Whatever, they defeat the villain, and uh, he's talking with Terry McGinnis afterwards, and and uh, he's like, "Well, I know I'm not. I, I was." Hearing the voice, and either I'm crazy or it was somebody else. Oh, and I, I know I'm this. not crazy. Yeah. And uh, Terry goes, "Well, how did you know though that it that you weren't going crazy?" And he goes, "Because the voice kept calling me Bruce. That's not what I call myself." Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole I, wow. I, the cartoon. I mean, the animated series, the whole like Paul Dini universe, probably got Batman as, as right as anybody ever will. Yeah. Well, there's yep. there's also a, there's also a comic panel, so like that's in the comics too, where uh, Diana takes her lasso and her Superman and Batman all hold mm-hmm. the lasso, and they say their real names, and oh, she God. says, you know, Diana, Princess of Themyscira, <laughs> Batman, and, and yeah, that's what he says. He, yeah. he gets it, and you know, Superman goes, uh, Clark Kent, Kal El, and then they get to Batman, and he goes, Batman, Batman. <laughs> Have you guys seen Lego Batman yet? Yes. Not yet. It's the best Batman film ever made. It's gonna be so cruel. It really fucking is. Yeah. Third best Joker. Uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. You have to see it. It 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 takes He's the second best Joker. All of these I, wonderful I Batman tropes and puts Over them who? together. It's this Nichols. wonderful Nicholson. satire of Batman. It is magnificent. Oh, I I all of it's Nich- wonderful. Nicholson is my fourth oh, best. Oh, I fucking hate. Nick, I hate the Burton Batman. I hate the Batman, the world of Tim Burton. Uh, what he did for Batman, great. Like, he put Batman back on the map. He arguably put comic books Frank back on Miller. the map. You hate Catwoman? But I hate, yeah, I hate everything about that. What? Movie. I hate everything about that. Wow. World. Yeah, I'm going to agree to disagree on this I one. Hate all I'm of shocked. It. I hate all of it. It's just so... The, <laughs> the 89 Michael Keaton Batman... I don't think, other than Star Wars, which is always in a separate category, I have never had a cinematic experience of pure awe and enjoyment like I did when I saw 89 Batman. And it hasn't been duplicated since. The closest things to it have been Richard Donner's Superman and Wonder Woman. Uh, the first hour of Well, Donner's you had the Superman. benefit of seeing it in theaters and knowing that there was nothing True. before. Um, we, True. We don't yeah, have that. I can't, I cannot, yeah. I cannot. It was amazing. Movie. I've never seen a line for a movie as long as I did that. No, I, I just graduated yeah. high school. Oh, not high school. I just graduated high school. Just graduated uh, grade school. I was thirteen, and mm-hmm. me, my dad, I'm and one of my friends were going to be down the shore for a week. And for that first weekend of it, we were going to go see Batman. That weekend, it came out, and the line was wrapped around the movie theater like fully twice. Wow, yeah. it was I, ridiculous. Look, I, I I've never seen a line like that. I don't begrudge anyone who enjoys it. And again, what it did for Batman and comic books in general can't yeah. be you know overstated, but. I don't like his aesthetic. I don't like Tim Burton's view. I don't like Tim Burton's world. I don't like the Gotham he drew. I don't like any of it. That's fair. Wow. How do you feel about like the Nikes? Nikes? You like the Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm big on the, the Nikes. Nikes. The Bat Nikes were pretty legit. But, like, Bat Michael Nikes. Keaton... And the best Batman movie of all time is far and away Mask of the Phantasm. Not to be a nerd about it, but that's the best Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, the best, the, best it's the best Batman, it's the best Joker. Yeah. It's yeah. the best story. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it, top to bottom, is... I've always, people Sometimes perfect. people laugh, but I've always said, Mark Hamill will always be my Joker. 
Yes. I, I don't know if anyone's gotten it closer. He's, he's more of he's Joker one. than he is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He's number one. Heath Ledger's two. Lego Joker's number two. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis yeah. is the third best Joker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir, he is. Yeah, you really need to fucking see it. I wish I could drive my <laughs> Blu-ray over to your house right now. I'm <laughs> sorry. Fucking watch it's it. coming to HBO in, like, September, I think. I'll probably see it then. Oh, oh, God. oh that's just too long, dude. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just wonderful. Call me it really kid. is. What's your real name? <laughs> hey, the kids in school call me dick. <laughs> kids can be cruel. Yeah, kids can be cruel. <laughs> 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 that was fucking I'm glad it was a good it's, movie and it didn't like sully the reputation of like the first Lego movie. No, it's no, it's the, it's no it enhances it. It enhances it and opens up the world to do like a ton more. Yeah, it's wonderful. I like how uh, Alfred's like, Monster yeah. Bruce, you have to go to the skull. He's like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Your lobster Thimidor is in the microwave. Like, like super meta. Everyone in the Lego movie is like, this is a fucking Lego movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I love everyone. The movie's fully aware that these are Legos. Yeah. So they'll just, like, throw I things around. I think they have, like, like Dave they're... Franco playing, like, the Ninjago guy. And, like... Mm-hmm. Kite Man's in it. I'm just putting that out there. No one, it, it, just Kite Man's in this fucking movie. He's just like, he just say hell yeah. <laughs> they're all real villains. When he rattles huh? off, like, ten or eleven of the most... Of the stupid uh, villains, Man. He's like, those he's are like, all check real. check him out. It's worth a Google. Before Jen runs out of battery, let's move on. Okay. Yeah, keep looking. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Marvel Infinity War. There was a behind-closed-doors trailer that's probably going to pop up online any day now. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody got that on a second. By the, time this, by the time this hits, it'll probably already be online. Yeah. I We're guarantee it's going to I'm going to be editing, go and like, I'm my so phone's going to blow I, up. The whole, I was reading each bullet point. I'm like, okay, okay. And then I got to the Tony Stark one. I was like, uh, no! Can, we, can, you, can you elaborate Dude. for people who haven't read your bullet points? Right. So basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The film, what's, been, what's been described is that the trailer opens up with the Guardians of the Galaxy are flying through space. And who hits the windshield is Thor. So they bring <laughs> Thor on the pl- on the ship, and, th- and Thor's first words are like, "Who the hell are you guys?" So they're what? like, "Oh God, you know, we're we're the Guardians we're of the, the Guardians Galaxy, of the Galaxy, man. man." So basically, you now right see back a bunch to the buffoon Thor. Um, I won't like say that. the Spider-Man stuff because you guys haven't seen it, so we'll move past that. Um, okay. Basically, it's hmm. just fragments of shots that are happening. So you see a long-haired and bearded Cap running. Hmm. I'm assuming running through the jungle. I forget what the bullet point said, um, and he looks to be. Taking a spear from, I want to say Black Panther throws a spear. Oh, yeah. from, I read it. Black Panther throws a spear, and a bearded man with long hair catches it, steps out of the darkness to reveal that it's Steve Rogers. It's Cap. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. There's no grooming standard in uh, Wakanda. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Which no, there's I don't no agree with because I'm pretty sure T'Challa's shit is all together. Oh, he's tight, man. He keeps that shit super Dude. tight. Right? Shit. He goes to Pops Barbershop at least once a week. Oh fuck yeah, he keeps that shit fucking locked down. Dude, um, I, Pop's Barbershop should be totally enhanced by Wakandan vibranium and all kinds of... Blown up, what, twice <laughs> in that fucking season? <laughs> Have it be fucking... It, exactly, <laughs> man. Clippers, that'd be amazing. It has, uh, like, activate defenses, and it's like... Cling, cling, the, cling. the bullet point that has gotten me very upset, and most of who hear this very upset, is that Tony Stark is, in this movie, is full-on, like, a Guardian of the Galaxy. And is yeah. flying around with the Guardians and doing space stuff. Like, Brian... Be- like, when, when the Guardians came back, they gave the book to Brian Michael Bendis. So in the aftermath of um, oh. Abnett and Lanning, they you know they had been dormant for a long time. And with the movie coming back, they were like, all right, well, we need to get this book going. So they gave it to fucking Bendis. And Bendis was like, ah, sure, I'll do it. 
So oh, Bendis all over and this. Bendis's first thing to do is he wrote Iron Man into the Guardians of the Galaxy. So well, like, what else is he gonna fucking? Yeah, do? exactly. So now everyone's <laughs> like, "Well, god damn it!" So like, here you have Tony Stark. Just but he didn't just sho- movie. He, he shoehorned Tony in, and then he removed Tony and shoehorned Venom in, and then he removed yeah. Venom and he shoehorned Carol Danvers in. Mm-hmm. And, and he spelled like Richard rotating cast of people that didn't. Fit Don't forget Angela. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um. So yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. So Tony's now just following the Bendis rule of thumb and is peering everywhere. But, um. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, intense. I don't like it. Sounds sounds like it's gonna be a fucking. Yeah. Black Widow's blonde. She's blonde widow. Because I guess she yeah. got tired of wearing the wig. Yeah. Bang. No, because she's undercover. She's in hiding right now because of the Civil War. Oh, damn. Is she no, Black Widow was not. She was on Earth first, dumbass. She was <laughs> on Earth in hiding <laughs> with her blonde so, hair saying blah, 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 blah. Then she goes off into the space. Really she didn't change her hair color. She went back into space. Oh, she's space. Everything's cool now. Let me get my natural color back. Look at that monkey looking woman with red hair. Oh, she's blonde now. I don't recognize her. Who are you, strange person? She probably wore sunglasses. It's because they did all the red hair stuff. She's a spy. Yeah. Dude, you are Boy. way too critical of women's hair. Um, way too critical. <laughs> Just hers. Sure Black Widow in the trailer is still on Earth, and only Cap, Tony, and the Guardians are in space. What? Chicka, chicka, baby. Um, yeah, oh, so. are Cap and Tony going to make up? They'll probably fuck. <laughs> That's how it ends. Yay. Um, and if they don't, go. I will write it. So yeah. <laughs> it'll be on our Tumblr page. So it's, it's okay. going to be intense. Yes. Um, the first half Tumblr. of this movie is going to be really fucking out there. From everything I've heard, uh, I heard there's a scene where Thanos is kicking the shit out of Iron Man and Star Lord. Yes, uh, and then inevitably, like Thor comes in, and then he, and then he's like trying to crush Thor's head, and you know he's going to be Tom's wiping the floor with these guys. Yeah, there's a scene uh, that was in the trailer, the, like. Uh, there's a shot of like him holding like Cap and like just pummeling. Oh no, holding Pratt and pummeling Star Lord or whatever. Oh, wow. Iron Man. Wait. Oh yeah, because he's uh, half a god now. Yeah, he's, and, in in the scene, apparently he only had like two or three stones in the gauntlet. He wasn't even. Yes, he doesn't game. have he doesn't have the full Infinity Gauntlet area. That's yet. probably about halfway through the movie. Now. But this yeah. is great. If there was ever a time for mm. Marvel to whip out their version of you know not nice and relevant uh, Empire Strikes Back. This movie is the fucking one. Oh, that it. that movie with yeah. all the that snow planet with all the walkie things. Yeah, why? <laughs> well, isn't isn't this the end? The end of the whole, you know, two decade. Yes. Kind of setup yeah. that they've been doing. Twenty two movies. War. Kevin Feige said it. Twenty two movies. He already, and they the confirmed end. that the next Spider Man movie will relaunch the MCU. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, next the next Spider Man movie will be direct follow and will be the next phase of of the MCU. Well, it'll be the next. It'll be the relaunch of, of these new phases. Yeah. I was in picturing like new actors as Cap and Iron Man. And Interestingly enough, no Carol news though. Carol was not mentioned in anything with. Infinity no, and that really. But she's me. supposed to be in it. I, uh, from I what actually, read I actually in the past. do have a theory about that. If I remember right, I might I might be correcting myself as I tell you guys the theory. Uh, Captain Marvel comes out in between both Avengers movies. Mm. I, I think you're right. So I think well, I don't know. That'd Nick, be hard to fit. I don't know. They're, they're filming them simultaneously, and I think they're going to do a, one, and then the next December, the next one. Hold on, sorry, I'm going to pause the recording here. She's going to sh- she's going to show up just to fall in love with Star Lord. <laughs> oh, I've got you. I've got you booked for that. By the way, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And Guardians in the two. Calendar. Guardians two even solidified that because they kept saying that we have a Sam and Diane thing. 
If Sam and Diane never get together. Ah, I see what you did there. You mm. feel me, dog. You feel me. Hear that shit? I can't believe no one's posted pirated uh Oh, Mar- Marvel this keeps that shit on lockdown. Freaking trailer. Yeah. They said they showed up they had like an EMP go off to, you know, disengage everyone's phones <laughs> for 5 minutes. They actually had Josh Brolin just flex and break every camera and everything. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Apparently, uh, while Bobby looks this up, the uh, at the D23 Expo, when they introduced Josh Brolin onto the stage, he was up there and he was speaking. He had the Infinity Gauntlet on. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. comes over and he gives him a, a rose. Like, oh, welcome to the you know the family and everything like that. And Josh Brolin takes the rose and he eats it. That was last year's announcement. When they cast oh, that was from last year. Yeah. I thought that was a D23. Tell them, uh, okay. tell them the Drax story because this is great. Oh, so apparently um, during some kind of Q&A, I guess, everyone was up on stage. And some fan got up and asked, uh, you know, is this going to be Drax's moment? Because in the comics... Drax is uh, a person who is then taken by the, I don't know if it's the elementals, but like the celestials, and reformed into this body that is sold He was human in the comics, comics originally. Was to destroy Thanos. Douglas Arthur. And that's why they called him Drax the Destroyer. And yeah. so mm-hmm. someone came up to him and like, hey, is this going to be Drax's moment? And to which apparently Josh Brolin interjected and just said, <laughs> Drax ain't shit. <laughs> 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 Josh Brolin's my favorite. Josh yeah. Brolin is in it to win. Yeah, he's gonna um, so it. just, just nice. FYI, yes, I'm correct. Captain Marvel comes out. Captain Marvel and Ant Man and the Wasp come out between both in, uh, Avengers movies. Can't wait for that one. Huh. So nice. anyway, my theory here yeah. is that the Avengers get the four wipe with them in the first Infinity War movie. Yeah, and Nick Fury's already confirmed bet. for Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I think uh-huh. we're gonna see a little Nick Fury from the original Iron Man, where he's like, "So my first team got the shit kicked out of them." There you go. Uh, you mind being a part of my new team that yeah, kind of needs to pick all the people, up? All the people that are already in the first one, the new Avengers team, will just be Carol. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm here. No, I think it's gonna, I think the new He's Avengers team is going to be like... That's when Soldier out of the ice. It's going to be like uh, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Spider-Man. There will be one survivor from the original team Bucky. that's there to be like, guys, stop fucking around. This is for real. Vision dies first in yes. a very Bishop from Aliens type way. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Are you insinuating that Thanos will grow a tail? Um, or it's going to be like his fist through his fucking, you know, his machine body, rip the, the fucking Infinity Stone off of his forehead, put it in his glove, and toss him aside. All right, so there's there's basically three scenes I really want to see. And yeah. they all include Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see, I want to see the, mo- the one from, uh, I want to see the one from when the engineers came and he kneels. And he oh, throws the so old year to the sun, and he catches uh-huh. it. Just explain explain that for people who don't know. Basically, oh, these race of aliens scene. show up. It was Hickman's first Avengers story, I think. Um, all these aliens show up, and they start kicking the shit out of the Avengers. And they're like, "Well, we're going to conquer the universe because we built the universe, and like you guys are, you guys ain't shit. We're going to fuck you all up." So <laughs> they're basically they go to I think it's Mars. They all land on Mars to like surrender, and Tony sends out Thor. And so we're Cap sending sends a negotiator. Cap sends out Thor, yeah. Cap sends out <laughs> because Thor. Because Tony's like, like, why'd you send him? Yeah, you're right. So he's like, we have to negotiate a surrender. So Thor goes out, he just walks up to the guys, and the aliens are like, ah, you stupid motherfuckers, we beat your ass. No, you're what? missing the best and part. So they, he's he like, has the hammer, and they tell him you can't bring that. Oh, right, right, right. They're like, you, That's you the can't best bring part. It, so it shuts just, up the whole thing. And he just throws it into space because it's Mjolnir, and he's fucking Thor. So while this is <laughs> happening, Tony's like, why would you send Thor? And Cap's like, 
Wait for it, motherfucker. They <laughs> <laughs> say something to Thor. Thor gives a Nordic Asgardian one-liner back, like something epic, and he just holds up his mm-hmm. hand. And the guy's like looking at him, like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then the next panel, you see Mjolnir goes around the sun and like feels <laughs> Thor calling back, and just starts shooting towards the planet. And all of a sudden, the hammer just plows right through this guy's stomach and kills this alien that they hadn't been able to kill. Like no one had been able to beat these guys. And Thor mm-hmm. kills him in one fucking hit. And just holds the hammer, and he's like, I'm, I'm not here to fuck around. Yeah. Basically, it was Thor's shining moment in the history of Thor. Yeah. Because One I'm hour. sure right after that, he got his ass beat so that they could establish how yeah. strong everybody Immediately else afterwards. is. In, in every book but his own. Yeah. Yep. Immediately afterwards, he got fucking stomped. First, first order of business in every the beginning of every Avenger storyline is Thor has to get his ass beat to establish that. The you know what? It's very similar in Justice League with Superman. Yes, it's basically like you know, he'll like, all right, I'll just clean this shit up real quick, and bam, okay, it's oh, a little more shit. serious than that. Shit, you know. Um, the other and then Batman says, oh, I know what to do. The, uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, which was oh. the, the greatest fucking ca- cartoon moment in the history. Of oh, the you want to see? I hear thunder. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay. I guess in this uh, version, it would have to be hold on. Time out. Sorry, Jen. I know cartoons are your thing. It's yeah. not on Netflix anymore, but you have to find it. Avengers oh. Earth's Mightiest Heroes Watch is it. the best animated show that Marvel ever did. Like, I think I saw clips oh, of it, so but good. I haven't watched so it. It takes a minute to get used to the animation style because it's not great. I got to be honest with yeah. you. But the the writing is so fucking good that you just got to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. They pick really a lot good. of classic stories so, to homage. Thor has two really great moments. Thor is badass in it. Um, yeah. okay. In this in this version, it would have to be changed from Galactus to. Thanos. Thanos. In the, pe- I don't know if it's the penultimate episode, but it, or the it is. It's the last episode um, of the whole series. Galactus is coming to Earth, and they're like, you know, we cannot stop this motherfucker. And like, Ghost Rider's not there mm-hmm. to save him. So, <laughs> 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 like, oh, this shit is over. Like, it's say goodbye to your loved ones. Yeah. Call your mom. So, <laughs> Tell all you kids. So like, it's like Cap. So Cap and Spider Man are on the street, and like, Spider Man's like, dude, the fucking planet's ending. Like, yeah. why are you so calm? And he looks at Cap, and Cap's like, do you know why I'm so calm? And he's like, no, why? He's like, because I hear thunder. And all of a sudden, like, the skies get dark, and then Mjolnir just comes flying out of nowhere and just smashes Galactus in the face. And it comes back, and you see Thor, and he's like, I'll have words with you. Yeah. And, like, so, Thanos, so, like, this would have to be... And him and Iron Man, just because Tony Stark toy reasons. uh, <laughs> uh, like basically, that'll happen. Smack! For they half both a smack the shit then, out of like, Galactus, and it's just great. Fucking pimp smack. My my away. favorite Thor mo- moment from that show was when Kang the Conqueror was uh, was hanging out in orbit, and he's gonna. They're they're in the Quinjet, and they're flying oh, yeah. out to meet him, and he. Kang unleashes this giant laser cannon, and he's just gonna blow them out of the sky. And they're like, "Well, guys, it's been fun. See you later." And Thor just goes out to the, goes up to the door. He opens up the door, flies out of the Quinjet, and he goes, "Nay!" And he just throws Mjolnir at this giant cannon, blows through the the Mjolnir blows through the laser and blows up half the ship. It's fucking Nay. awesome. He's fucking great. He'll never be as good as that though. So, yeah. Hopefully, in this new Thor movie, and, and that's the one thing I keep hearing with it is that in this one they finally go big. They give him his due. You know, the really the best part of the cinematic that we've seen of Thor, first what, fifteen minutes of the first film. Yep, that's oh, yeah. that's it. He when he goes to Jotunheim and he's just going to ape shit on everything, it's the most mm-hmm. Thor we've had yeah. since we've seen him. You know, yeah. other than that, he pretty much gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And it's a little bit annoying as a Thor fan. Yeah, but uh, hopefully we see that change. Oh, I hope Daryl has a big moment. Daryl Dixon? I don't think he's going to no. appear. Oh, oh yeah, Daryl, his his, his Civil roommate. War partner. Oh, they're doing. They said they're doing a follow up to that. Oh, thank God! 
Yeah. Have you seen? <laughs> They're doing a follow up to that. It's it, going to be on uh, one of the DV- uh, Blu-rays coming out. Uh, have you seen? Uh, have you seen Spider-Man's response to all the action figures? Yes, I did. Oh, it's yes. so fucking good. <laughs> all right, just yeah. real quick because we're running out of time. Greg, <gasps> jerk it to Baby Dragon. Oh, it's Go. the best movie you'll ever see. <laughs> best movie of the last three years. Best movie of all time. Um, better than Wonder Woman. Better than Spider Man. Better than Better than Logan. Better than Logan. What? Um, yeah, so good. It's a shame that Edgar Wright doesn't get as much leeway with things as he does, considering this is his first movie since 2013. Um, wow. Yeah, the guy's incredible. The guy's a genius. Uh, and Baby Driver is the best movie you'll see. In fact, I'll, I will wager I will still walk out of Infinity War and be like, Baby Driver was better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Isn't it kind of like apples and oranges? Yeah, not really. I had, I had yeah. more fun watching Baby Driver than I've had in any Marvel movie in the last, like, Original Guardians of the Galaxy. It does. Uh, it it's funny because it takes like it's almost like James Gunn was like, oh, I'm gonna cut a movie to pop music, and I'm gonna show you guys how much fun music can be, and mm. and Edgar Wright was like, hold my beer because like because this is how you do it, and like every time you see a song, anytime a song comes up, anytime like the whole movie is just like it just keeps going, and it's so fucking worth it. It's so good. All right, see that movie. Greg, tell you, see it twice. Tell your friends. Tell your kids. (laughs) The world's over. Baby Baby Driver, confirmed for the MCU. All right. Here's here's uh, a question. Wait, I have a quick question. Because someone said, I forget which one of you it was, like, oh, I've never felt awe in the movie theater. Like, I felt, that was, okay, so. um, Batman 89. Brian did. What was was the movie that did that for you? Because I'm curious. The movie where you felt the most awe and fun and you were just, you walked to that theater theater feeling pumped like you could take on the world because you just had so much fun. Out of all that name, Star Wars. That I saw in a theater? That you saw in the theater. Like the theater experience that gave that to you. Uh, Boy. That's a tough one. It seems like all the big ones of my life I I was too young to see in the theater. It's got to be, I I hate to make it a comic book movie, but like, it's got to be Spider-Man 2 for me. I went, that was the first time I went to a midnight showing in my life. Hmm. That's yeah. cool. That helps. When everyone's like super pumped to be there and really excited yeah. in the theater. Um, and, like, I expected it to be good, but like I left and I was like, that was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It was my favorite director ever and like my favorite comic book character ever. And everything about it was just like so fucking perfect at the time. Like it was just it was like everything I needed at that point in my life to know mm-hmm. the world could make. I don't want to say I don't want to say the Dark Knight because it didn't give me a sense of awe, but the Dark Knight was like a surreal experience because like there's a hard line in that movie where everyone's like oh it's a Batman movie and then it becomes a movie like a movie movie regular and everyone in the theater is just like their jaw is on the floor and like it was incredible and people stood up and applauded at the end of my when at the end of that movie people in my theater applauded like they stood up with people before that the Dark Knight isn't even a superhero movie because the only thing superhero about is the costumes. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's the wardrobe. If you take the wardrobe away, it's just it's it's a it's an action crime thriller. Yeah, like that, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's pretty much how a good Batman should be. Yeah, um, but I can't think of a movie like, like Indiana Jones. I felt like that, but it wasn't a movie theater. Like, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Like most of the time, most of the movies I think of immediately, they're not theaters. Yeah, they're Again, not. What theaters. do you ask? For me, it was Mad Max. Really? That's in the theater? Yeah. yeah, in the theater. I went and saw oh, the oh, original Man, 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 Man Max. Oh, Fury Road. Fury, no, no, thought, not yeah, the original. Meant, oh, Fury Road. Fury Road. Fury Road. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you went meant, saw, I thought you meant the original. We, saw, like, we <laughs> saw Fury Road in the theater. It had been kind of a rough year, and so we were all going to cheer ourselves up, so we were just sitting in the theater, and I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that there was some lame 
people on uh, the internet who were mad that Furiosa was the focus. And I'm like, well, I've never seen a Mad Max movie. Yeah, clearly, like clearly weekend, those people have never seen a Mad Max movie because he's yeah. not the focus of yeah. any of his fucking movies. No, he's just kind of along for mm-hmm. the ride. Yep. But besides, besides that obvious, you know, kind of thing that you get when you watch, we watched the three movies the day before we went to see Fury Road, you know, so we'd be caught up. It turns out we didn't need to do that at all. But I'm just sitting in the theater, like, blown back in my seat, looking, and these perfect car chases. And I've never been a fan of action movies for the sake of action. I've never yeah. been impressed. But watching these scenes with the car chases and the stunts and, yeah. and just, one like, super and long the world chase. building. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, and there's barely any plot. And I know someone, um, my, my brother's fiance walked out of the theater being really mad because she thought it was a stupid movie with no plot and no dialogue. I'm like, what the... That was the best thing I've ever seen. I would have hit her with and I just walked out of the theater going, ah, I, I want to be a stunt driver so, when I so, grow up. So, so your brother end the engagement right there? Is that? Yes. <laughs> well, they, they actually, they weren't engaged yet, and then they got engaged, so. Oh, hey. So <laughs> he's not your brother out. anymore, oh, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's been disowned. He lives in the Adirondacks now. Yep. Well, that's but that was hard. it for yeah. me. I was just I can't saying, think I was of a movie that I was like, maybe, maybe The Matrix, the first Matrix. Yeah, I didn't see that in the theater. I saw that on DVD. Like, I remember well seeing after. it, and I'm like, did I see that? I can't remember if I saw that in the theater, because it was so long ago. It was 99, was a long-ass right? time It was one ago. of the first DVDs I ever bought, so I know, yeah. it, uh, I, know I did yeah. not see that in theaters. Just, like, uh, uh, maybe Saving Private Ryan, when I saw that in theaters. Yeah. Mm. I was like, this is... For, at least the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I should not be here. here. I was like, I at least the first 20 minutes, half something. hour of that film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does level off as far as like that. I mean, it's, it's amazing it's the whole intense. way. yeah. It's, but that first bit is just obviously just so intense. Um, it's a lot to take in. Oh, you know what's... That's good, why I'm a little bit apprehensive oh about Dunkirk. Oh, my God. I finally got my wife to watch Band of Brothers for the first time. And she fucking loves it. So good. Yeah, you know, a movie that I we was win, super by the way. intense Spoiler. over. I don't know why I remember uh, Zero Dark Thirty. I remember right. watching. I remember watching Zero Dark Thirty, and I'm like, "This isn't fucking tense." And it's like, it's hmm. it's a almost like a breakdown of an. It's a like a deconstruction of an action movie because the the ultimate moment is like such a ten minute non anticlimactic moment, and you're like, "Oh well," but like it, like the whole movie had me super tense. I don't know why. Hmm. That was a good one to see. Movie best 3D movie was Jackass 3D, and it was oh, I love the it Jackass was a thousand so times much. better in 3D than Avatar was. Love those <laughs> I love those movies so much. I see you shaking your head, Bobby, and I don't so care. It's, <laughs> I've never I, seen. I couldn't watch. I don't remember which one it was. But they did the paper cuts in the wedding. No, 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 no. Fingers. That's the like, only ah! one. <laughs> and anytime someone brings up 3D and movies, I'm like, Jackass is still the gold standard. It, it can't be topped. <laughs> it was such. It was the perfect use of 3D. Yep. They just like threw a dildo at the the dildo cup. The part the where they put them in the porta potty and put them yep. in the slingshot. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so good. Uh, so good. On that note, <laughs> yeah. Hit us with the outro, Bobby. Uh. Facebook, you can find us. We're awfully salty, and no. then uh, we're Definitely salty pod salty on Twitter. Awfullysalty.tumblr.com is where Jen ships for us, and uh, <laughs> she's gonna ship. What was it, Cap and Tony? Cap, yeah, duh. Cap, she's gonna ship Cap and Tony for us this week. There you <laughs> go. And uh, for now, you can subscribe to this show on Google Play and iTunes and Stitcher until SoundCloud shuts down and we have no hosting service for all of our audio. That's it. We Ballad made it before Jen's battery died. Ballad of Kite Man. Read it. Oh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>